up, everybody? You're listening to episode 25 of... <laughs> Just Breathing with Lawn and Lungs. What was that? What did you inhale? I was just thinking, oh, I have to breathe in right now. And so I had my mouth shut. <laughs> so I was breathing in through my nose. And then I was like, oh, I should open my mouth. And then I opened my mouth and it was just a weird sound. That was a strange sound. I thought you inhaled like a bug. It was just like. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Uh, and that's why I'll never lose that intro. <laughs> that's why I'll never lose that intro. Just for moments like that. Because you never said you had to breathe in through your mouth. You could breathe in through your nose, I guess. That's true. And it's healthier to do that, apparently. It is. Apparently. It gets it into your lungs faster and into your blood faster. Yes. Yes. That's what I've heard. I don't know if it's true because I've never actually, like, looked at the data. (laughs) I've just listened to people that, like, say that. And I'm like, that sounds good. That sounds good. I feel like that's basically our culture, right? Wouldn't you summarize that in like that that way? I heard someone say, "Well, that's true." Like I, I know people lie all the time. I know the news lies. I know like people that speak on social media lie, and like barely any of the time I'm looking up the actual stuff. Well, that's that they're true. talking about. That's true. You know, I mean, that's why you have to pick a trusted source. Exactly. Like, there's definitely a vetting process that I I hope a lot of people put the people they're listening to through. Mm-hmm. Like, should I be listening to this guy? You know what? Right. It, you know. I guess I look at the numbers <laughs> of some of these news agencies, and I'm like, I guess not. You know, but I. I hope that for the most part, if people are like watching on YouTube or if they're watching, I don't know, at places that they subscribe to, that they've listened for long enough periods of time that they actually get to like know the people a little bit. Yeah. Like that, that is for all the things going wrong in the world. That's one positive thing that I really see is that we have more transparency with commentators than ever before. Mm, That's true. And that's why, like, the legacy news media is kind of failing in terms of the numbers. They still have, like, a lot of higher market backing Mm -hmm. that I don't don't know if they'll ever completely go away. Mm -hmm. One could hope. (laughs) But I I don't know if they'll, they'll ever completely go away. But when you look at, like, the numbers that longer form people are getting Mm -hmm. even if they're just like reporting news Mm -hmm. so they're taking the news that like a larger news agency is getting and then just reporting that the amount of views that they're getting they'll they'll talk for longer periods of time they're getting yes they're plugging their opinions Mm -hmm. a lot of times but like once you listen to somebody for a long enough period of time like a friend yeah you know their heart. Or at least you hope so. At least you hope so. You There's no way to, like, 
Joe Rogan, for example. Mm -hmm. I listen to Joe Rogan all the time. I say that I listen to him all the time. Most people listen to him all the time. That's why he's the biggest podcaster (laughs) out there. But he goes for so long that you you can't not get to know him Mm. through the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, you get to know yeah, you know, a part a good part of that him, person. You get to know him so intimately like you know what he's going to say a lot of times before he says it cuz he's getting old and he's kind of like my dad and he says a lot <laughs> of the same things over and over again. But you know, there's there are just you get to know his mind. You know like oh, he's going to bring up this story that I heard him talk about before, like a 100 episodes yeah. before. Yeah. And or, you know, this this one subject has been on his mind for the past couple of podcasts. Mm. He's going to get into it. Oh, I'm excited to hear him talk about this subject that he's been kind of thinking about. Like, so yeah. you're literally in his brain. Like, he has this thing that he's working through right, like a friend. in the podcast, like a friend. And I'm so excited for him to work through that with this person. Yeah. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Like, that's such a cool thing that I'm sorry. Like, <sighs> You know, at the time that we're recording this, Biden just, uh, Joe Biden just gave his first, like, press conference, Mm. which is crazy that it's March. Anyways, um, I was just pulling Biden right there. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's all that was. I, like, first was trying to formulate what I wanted to say about the press conference. And then I was thinking, do I really want to say anything about the press conference? (laughs) And then I realized that I was pausing for the exact amount of time that Joe Biden paused between things today. (laughs) And that's all I'll say on that press conference. (laughs) Um, But you listen to these people talk. And and I've talked about it in the past while listening to people like Tulsi Gabbard. Mm -hmm. And I actually just had a friend text me today we hadn't been like talking about Tulsi Gabbard at all. Like mm-hmm. I never mentioned her, you know, in conversation <laughs> with him. And he just happened to listen to a podcast with her and was like, I really like this girl. Yeah. Like he was just like, there's something, woman, sorry, whatever. Um, he was like, I really think like, I, I might not agree with all of her policies, mm-hmm. but like the way that she speaks is so down to earth. It's so normal. Mm-hmm. And and we've kind of gotten used to and I don't like this aspect that like we're so used to politicians just speaking in this dialect that no American speaks in. Yeah, that's you true. You know, they speak in they speak in this almost rhythmic kind of flowy semi-patriotic, semi, you know, it's just so diplomatic that there's diplomatic. like there's no way to like know what they're actually trying to say because they're just oh my goodness I feel yeah. like they just say things that are so like covered with sugar <laughs> that you don't know what's underneath it you can't see underneath yeah and it's such a problem it's such a problem yeah. because you never get to know them mm-hmm. and well they don't want you to know them that yeah <clears throat> that's the issue like I want to know the people that are going to be representing me. In that position. Right. Or actually, right? I, don't, I don't even need to know them, actually. I just want to know that they're actually going to follow through with what they said that they're going to follow through with. But there's no way to know that. That's the hard part. Like, yeah. Because, because 
Yeah. It, it's almost like they, they might- capitalize on the fact that <laughs> that we already don't believe that they're going to get done <laughs> what they campaigned to get done right. on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was an issue with Bush. That was an issue with Obama. That was an issue with Trump. That was an issue with Biden. It's going to be an issue with Biden. He hasn't been in there that long. Hasn't been going great so far. But it's going to be the same thing. And we're just like, eh. Yeah. And I have good things to say about all of these guys, too. I I can see the positive in all of them. There, There is some try there. Mm-hmm. I think there are some ambitions that are legitimate. Mm-hmm. Especially on the campaign trail. I I just, I don't know as a human being how you could go on a campaign trail and not be affected by some of the people that you interact with. Mm. I'm sure if you're a psychopath, like some of these politicians most certainly are, you could be unaffected and just, you know, campaign, get into office, go about your job, you know, plugging your money to these places that are going to help you out outside of office so you'll be rich the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. Happens. Get it. But you have to be affected to some degree, don't mm. you? I mean, I would think so, but. I mean, some of the stories that that are told on the campaign trail to politicians, I'm just like, do you have no soul? You yeah. know what I mean? And I know that's an accusation that's made of politicians so many times, but it's like, how do you lose that? Like, is it possible really to just kind of sell yourself so thin that you completely lose all I mean matters of your soul I just don't I don't get it in general like I would never I don't like politics as most people know who no, have ever no. listened to this podcast I don't know much about it um but I also wouldn't want to ever be one no so like I don't know why they even get into that like we were just talking about the other night like that I don't I th- I think that it's a problem that politicians get like paid so much for what yeah. they do. Not that I don't like I do. I'm thankful for a government that helps keep right. like you know, so it's not anarchy. Like I'm thankful for that. But you should be in that position out of like a servant's heart. And so if you are yeah. getting paid lots of money, then like then what's the motivation for you to like do your job well or to care about people? Like it should be like a position that people have to like, like it's a little bit extra work. Like you don't really want to do it. Like you have to maintain another job. You you have, I think you should have to maintain another job in order to live and provide for your family. Yeah. And like, that sounds mean kind of because you're like, well, they're like giving a lot of their effort. Well then they should, we should have more on us, on the people. They shouldn't have to do as much. We should level it out so that there's not as many taxes. Right. And that they're not getting paid that much so that they still know what it's like to be a normal person living a normal life. And they're just doing their job to benefit themselves because they're living a life like everyone else is. And they're not getting paid a full salary so they can just sit back and say, oh, I kind of like this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would solve a lot of problems. You sound like a libertarian. (laughs) Which you probably are. You probably are a libertarian. I heard a great quote. Um, who said this? I don't know. I don't know who who said it. I want to. I want to credit them if it was someone I'm 
I don't know. I think it was just said in conversation, so I'll just go with that. But it was basically like <laughs> libertarians are just conservatives that are too afraid to say they're conservatives. <laughs> and <laughs> did like, Jim, did Jim Fool say that? He might have. I don't know. No, I don't think it was him, but okay. it might have been a guest or something like that. <clears throat> but it's it's so true. It's so true. There are so many conservatives that are like, I'm libertarian. <laughs> oh, you mean you never win? Oh, you mean you don't like? You're not like firm in a lot of the convictions that you have. That's funny. You know, libertarians focus so much on small government, economic policies, foreign policies, mm-hmm. things like that, <clears throat> without having to like get into the kind of scary stuff of like conservative values. Oh, I see. You okay. know, so they get to be like, oh, everybody should be able to do what they want. Right. You know, and I want this economic policy, this foreign yeah. policy, yeah. this non-interventionalist foreign policy. Blah, 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 right. You know. Obviously, people that have listened to this podcast for like two seconds know that I'm a conservative. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm not proud of that because I don't like labels. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody really likes labels. Does anybody from like the time that they were in like elementary school Some people like, like labels? labels? Some people like labels. It's a comfort. <sighs> it depends on what the label is. It's a comfort to have if, a label. You don't have to think too much. Mm. You just sit in it. That's true. <laughs> I think people really like labels. Wow. Okay. All right. So that destroyed my point altogether. <laughs> no, no, but talk to me about that. Talk to me about I that. I think that's a big problem of this whole Democrat Republican thing. Yeah. People just sit in their side. They just want. And they're like, this is easy. This is what my side believes. Okay. Tell me what it. I should say. Tell uh-huh. me what I should think. Yeah. It's e- like, yeah. it's easier that way. It definitely is. Again, and I also, think then you have a camaraderie. Is that am I saying that word right? Com, com, camaraderie. No, <laughs> come, <laughs> come. Now you're making me not remember what the word is. Com, com, camaraderie. Com, camaraderie. I thought that's what I said. I think you, I don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to say it, it again. Matter. But <laughs> moving on, you have <laughs> you have that with your fellow people in your box. Mm-hmm. You, you're like, oh, yeah, we're all together. We all agree on the same things. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it that way and let's win. Yeah. That's the problem with boxes. I just don't like being boxed in. Right. I don't think anything. everyone likes that, but yeah. I'm just saying I think it is easier. I think for you a can wear people. different labels and still not be boxed in. Mm-hmm. You know, I, feel, I still think you can like <laughs> hop over to this party and say, what do you have to offer? Mm-hmm. Any good ideas? Mm-hmm. No? All right. I'm going to go over here. I'm going to see what they're offering. You know, and that's what. That was the whole point of the political system was that you had this kind of exchange of ideas and different viewpoints because, I mean, just in a conversation, it's amazing to me like what me like me and you could be listening to the same thing. Mm-hmm. And then I could ask you, what do you think of that? And you could say something that never crossed my mind <laughs> ever. It, not once during the entire <laughs> conversation, exchange, whatever. Cross my mind. That's really funny. But we're all different. Yeah, it's true. And and to think that we're not, and and to go back to your point, to think that like this is what we should think, this is what we should say, this is how we should act, is so counter to how we exist as human beings. Mm. Like we have to, on any issue, on any conversation that comes before us, we should we should be getting the viewpoints of other people around us because it's going to be completely different. Mm-hmm. And you're like, ah, oh, I never saw it from that angle. Like yeah. we've experienced that just doing, um, 
small groups Mm -hmm. at our church, you know, just being in a group of people reading through the Bible, like it's amazing how much variation you get when you're in a group. Oh yeah. And you read the same exact text, Mm -hmm. but everybody's pulling different things out of that text, Mm -hmm. different viewpoints, different perspectives at looking at something that was said, different, you know, whatever it is, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's really informative to you mm-hmm. as well. Like, if you did not think that, it's really informative for that mm-hmm. person. And that's how it should be with political systems. Yeah. You, like, and this is this is why going back to just the, the way in which politicians kind of hold themselves and and speak and how it's so ingenuous— uh, disingenuous, I, just, I should say. Um, and so uh, just non-conversationalist. Like it's just, I, I, don't, I don't know the perfect word to describe the way that it is mm-hmm. because it's unlike anything that actually is, exists in the real world. Like they wouldn't go to their barbecue and talk in the same no. way that they talk when the cameras are on. Mm-hmm. And I understand that to a certain point. Because you kind of have to be so careful now with every right. word that you say. And ev- and everyone's like that too, so you have to... Yeah, because everything can be taken out of context now. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate it when... Well, let me, let me just stick on that one point. Like, because of that way of speaking, like, there's no one sitting on, like, the floors of Congress hearing someone speak... And being like, wow, I've never saw it from that perspective anymore. (laughs) Like, never once did I hear a congressman, like, you know how they have, like, hearings all the time and they hear, like, testimony from people. Let's say there's some, like, uh, bill that's on the floor and they bring in, like, people to give testimonies Mm -hmm. from different branches of the government or people outside of the government to like speak on these issues Mm -hmm. so that they can make an informed decision. Sounds great. Right. The problem is I've never heard someone ask a question in one of those hearings, someone give an answer and and that person say, oh. Right. Like they already know Mm -hmm. what that person's going to say and they already know what their retort's going to be. Right. And like that's not... Learning. That's yes. not conversation. That's, That's like not... a trial. <laughs> I mean, it is a trial to a certain degree, but at the same time, like, there's no education. Yeah. There's no convincing. There's no, it's just, it's sad. I guess that's like my whole rant right now. <laughs> I'm just saddened. I'm just saddened that, like, we're dealt this terrible hand. <laughs> not even though. It's, it's, we should just continue calling it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because we live in the greatest country that has ever existed. We have the greatest co- government structure, despite how much they hate each other mm-hmm. within that government structure, mm-hmm. despite all of the bickering, all of the fighting, all of the backstabbing, all of the lies. Mm-hmm. We still have the best government right. in the world. Right. Our government, as of yet, is not coming through our doors, you know. Take, uh, arresting us for wrong speak like in North mm-hmm. Korea and sending us to gulags and then, you know, we come back a changed person or mm-hmm. not at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I should be careful in the way that I just like crap on 
everything when there's there's a yeah. wider world out there with a much bigger perspective. But I think I think it is it is hard though when you care when you care about the country mostly because you live in it and the people you, that you love live in it and yeah. you see that it may be going in a direction that is not going to be helpful for people then that that is that's hard because you you do want you do want to put a stop to it you do want to be part of a kind of a change yeah for the better yeah yeah so and i do it makes sense i do if anybody's listened to this podcast for like two episodes <laughs> that's like I, I I wasn't really sure when I started this podcast, like what my voice would be, mm-hmm. what things I would be speaking into, what what things I'd be talking about. Like, honestly, I, I kind of started it just to kind of shoot the breeze about what's happening in the world. Maybe talk some sports, maybe talk some <laughs> politics, maybe talk some religion, maybe talk some uh, culture if it felt relevant or we cared. Right, right. But like, I just want to see us advance as a society. Like I just have such a heart for like seeing people talk to each other, seeing our culture stop hating each other with such vehemence that like Mm -hmm. it's so toxic to not only the people that are involved in, in it, but to the children that are seeing it, that are getting into social media for the first time. Yeah. Like we don't think about our kids. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I see these young people getting onto Instagram, like I'll see teens in our church, like getting onto Instagram or something like that. And I'm like, crap, yeah, crap. I see so much stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not even on Twitter, but like I know what goes on over there because people bring their tweets over to Instagram sometimes and like madness, mm. madness. Yeah. And the fact that like it's being normalized mm. scares me. Yeah. And that's what I really want to speak out against and fight out, fight against is just like, hey, let's wake up, guys. Let's stop speaking to each other like we did in middle school. Yeah, yeah. And that's what it feels like. Yeah. If anybody experienced middle school, it was terrible. Yeah. It was terrible. It's, and it feels like we're going back to that when we get on social media. Mm-hmm. You know? It's just, it is interesting to me, especially now that I'm being refreshed in my history as I go through it with Brom, as I'm teaching him. But it's like... We've moved. I, I wish we would go back to more having conversations with not not only with people in general, but with our families and with yeah. our friends about these things, because I think us losing that has really been detrimental because you look back in the past how that's all that there was really was like communication through like the people that you trusted because right. you only could get news at like, you know, we're going way back here, like only get news at maybe like the local like, I don't know bar or something where they would come and bring the news and then maybe some of the guys would listen to it and then they'd bring it back home and then they could tell their their family and stuff. And then there started to be like newspapers and slowly there started to be like... Radio. Yeah. Yeah. But everybody was like sitting in a circle and like once it's done, it's done. It's done and you only get one one version of it. Right. And like... Which is good and bad. Which is good and bad. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. But now it's like non-stop news yeah. on everything and all different opinions. And it's really overwhelming. I know I say this all the time. I'm overwhelmed easily, yeah. but it's very overwhelming. And it kind of, no, it, it totally is. Over- I said, yeah, but like it, it's completely it is overwhelming. overwhelming. And I feel like if we went, especially just for, for my own sake, if we went back to like 
talking about it with yeah. our family, like especially people like you who actually are listening to it and can kind of take out some like the important parts mm -hmm. and like just talking about it again with our family and being like, okay, well, like what's going on in the world and like how is this beneficial or detrimental? Like what should we be doing? Yeah. Um, I feel like would would be helpful instead of everyone just listening to their own version of the news and then keeping it all in their head. Yeah. And then just voting every once in a while or complaining on social media. Yeah. To the world who doesn't really care and won't change their heart yeah. <laughs> from what you said. And like I don't go on social media because for a lot of reasons, but that one of the, that's one of the reasons it's just like overwhelming and yeah. It's not really helpful. Doesn't do anything for me. Yeah. So it's just like, oh my goodness. Yeah. It's hard. I have to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right, I'm back. <laughs> I literally just peed right before this podcast. This is the soda you're drinking. Yeah, it's not soda. This is Jocko Discipline. Carbonated Go. water. Carbonated drink. Yeah, I don't know what all it has in it. Let's see. It has stuff. <laughs> I'm not reading all that. I'm not making a fool of myself. No sugar, though. Instead, it has monk fruit. Mm -hmm. Monk fruit extract. It's good. But it's going right through me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think the... I think the overarching issue is that we're just so focused on the politics of everything right now. <laughs> you are. Okay. All right. All right. No, no, I really care, but I'm just, I'm, no, no, I'm not what up I'm to saying date. Is like, no, no, no. What I'm saying is we're like the overarching issue for our country mm. and why there's so much and it, and it is overwhelming is because everybody wants it right now. Mm. We're so about it. It's the biggest thing on YouTube. It's the biggest thing on social media. It's the biggest thing wherever you look. Right. On TV, you know, people would be stupid not to invest their time into speaking about it. Right. You know, companies and news agencies and, um, social media even mm -hmm. would be silly not to capitalize on all of the eyeballs mm -hmm. that want to read, listen, watch all of that. That's true. With politics right now and, and money speaks. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's where the eyes are. That's where, um, you know, the investment's going to be. And I don't know how to get off that. I don't really, it's funny because I, I do engage a lot in the political and we talk a lot about politics on this podcast because everyone else does. So it's kind of, I want to be able to give an actual informed and different opinion mm -hmm. than what I'm hearing. And I think we do that in our conversations, like even even the Home Edition podcast where we, where we talked about what it means to be a woman mm -hmm. in 2021. Like, the perspective that we had on the whole Cardi B thing was different than anything that I've heard on the internet. Mm, mm -hmm. I, even among Christians, like I never heard any of the Christians getting to the place that we got to in that podcast. Mm -hmm. And like, that's why I want to talk about these things. Yeah. Because like, one, they're relevant. 
other people are talking about them, so I want to talk about it so right. that <clears throat> whoever's listening and watching to us is able to get our perspective on it, and hopefully it's a different one. Yeah. Hopefully mm-hmm. it's a positive one. Hopefully it's one that actually can cause people to break out of the boxes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I could do anything, it would be to break people out of parties, yes, boxes, you know, lines, mm-hmm. political lines, um, and just start seeing each other as human beings created in the, you know, the image of the mm-hmm. divine and take back our country that way. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's, that's the most important thing to me because I want that for my kids. Mm-hmm. Like that, that is everything to me that like, I, I can even see ways in which I've diminished the way that I talk about America, the way that I celebrate our country Mm -hmm. in my own household. Yeah. And that kind of scares me. Like, I grew up where racism, what it wasn't what it is today. Mm. Um, We've kind of re-amped the (laughs) racism thing to a point. I I never had these issues growing up. Mm -hmm. I lived near projects. I played basketball with tons of black people. Um, we never had issues. These conversations didn't even happen. Like I would be at birthday parties in the projects with, with some of my friends. Yeah. And I had no idea. Like I was the outcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, I had no idea because it wasn't an issue, Mm -hmm. but it's been made an issue nowadays and it's really hurting our country. But then also this anti-American sentiment that has risen Mm -hmm. in the past I would say like five years, it's really gotten worse. Um, I think it's been going on for probably a decade, but I never really felt it until the past five years Yeah, where we have to completely see America through a lens of colonialism, Mm. through a lens of... um, Once again, we're putting things in boxes. Yeah. (laughs) No, seriously though. It really is. It really is. Like... To to look at America properly, you have to look at it through this lens of look at what we did to, to the Native Americans. Horrible. Mm-hmm. It is. Look at what we... Now, people have been doing this throughout history. <clears throat> we don't hear any conversations about that because that would be nuanced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what we did through with slavery, what we did with... And it... Even though we fixed all of these things... Mm-hmm we still have to talk about it as if it still exists. Yeah. We can't just look at things and like, just see the progress and like, we can't just look at things and, and, and just get better. Like you would with like a working on something where you, you're like, Oh, we, we made it better, but there's a little flaw there. Let's fix it. And you're just continuing to make something better. Like we can't do that. We have to be like, we just have to put everything in stages and, and it doesn't actually make sense. And you can't, help the whole system when you put things in boxes and mm-hmm. it's just, it bother it bothers me. Yeah. Well, we don't accept apologies anymore. We don't, we, we don't accept fr- fake apologies. <laughs> Do we though? I don't know. I think like that's, that's really the first rule of like getting canceled right now is you don't apologize. Mm. And if you don't apologize and you just wait it out, it goes away. I don't, I, I you know, the whole like, thing is just silly to me. Oh, it's incredibly silly. It's incredibly silly. But it's a it's, it's a so mo- fake. 
That's what I hate about it. Well, that's it's what so I mean. Fake. That's what I mean about just. And it's, this is what I'm saying. There's a, two things that I'm saying here. One, if you're getting canceled, if the mob's coming after you because of something you said, something you did, whatever it is, something someone said you did, um, the best thing to do is either just come right out and be like, didn't do it. You know? Right. You're reading into it. Or what, you know, like just take it head on and then move on with your life Mm -hmm. and just ignore the mob that's going to continue to come after you. Yeah. Uh, Because they need you to capitulate. They need you to apologize Mm -hmm. for their satisfaction. Mm -hmm. They won't forgive you. Right. You know, like (laughs) every single person that has come out, like when they're like, this person's a racist and they're like, you know what? I thought a lot about it. I'm sorry. I think I might be a racist. You know, (laughs) then they just say, ha, you're a racist. I told you you're a racist. You know, like there's no forgiveness yeah. in our culture. And that stinks because that means there's not going to be any growth mm-hmm. allowed. That's a good, that's a good there's point. Gonna be, there's going to be <clears throat> growth allowed off social media, mm-hmm. but you're never going to be able to witness people growing on social media. Like if it, it would be amazing if someone could come out and be like, hey, I said this thing at this date here. Look, I'll show you. Here's why this wasn't good. Right. And then we should be celebrating that person and saying, wow, that's amazing that you came out on your own. You saw that there was something you did back Mm -hmm. when you were a teenager, back when you were in college. That was stupid. Right. And like you brought it out into the open and and as a lesson showed people why it was wrong. Right. So hopefully maybe another person in their teens in college can look at this and say, oh, I'm kind of falling into that trap too. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now you have an example from someone that you maybe look up to of how they grew in life. How incredible would that be if that was the norm? Yeah. But it's not. No. It's not. Um, Yeah. All right, so what else is going on in the world? <laughs> okay, well here's a, here's a funny here's a funny thing. It's a little bit off topic here, but I ordered mm-hmm. peanut coffee. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta talk about this because I didn't really engage with you the other night when okay. you told me about it. So this is I was uh, just like, you just take my money. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I make money too. But it's anyway, I true. so I I got an email. Like, I usually just delete most of my emails in the one email I get because it's like my junk email kind but of. But she still reads them. No, because I still have people. I reserve. <laughs> anyway, we won't get into that. No, I have to say it. Okay. So I reserve my one email, my other email for like super I care about. Right. And then this other one is like the one that everyone gets. Right, right. Okay. So I don't I mind that. having to d- delete, but I still get things that are important on that one. Yeah. But the other one, I want it to be like special. So right. that and you go through every email. No, I don't. I don't look at them. I oh, mo- really? Most of the time, I just delete them. This one had it in like you know how you can see like part of what it says. Yeah. It had peanut coffee in part of what it said. So I actually didn't just delete it. I did <laughs> open it up and I read it because I really like peanuts and I really like coffee. And I was like, <laughs> I I need to read this. I need to. This read is this. a must read. <laughs> so I looked into it and I was like. So I don't usually, you know, you know me, maybe other people don't, but I am not someone who will buy stuff. You have to really, like, I will literally think on it maybe three years, especially if it's like a little bit of a higher priced item before I buy it if I actually ever do, because I just might not. Yeah. So anyway, 
I see this and I'm like, I am really interested in this. So I look into it. Peanut coffee, this is what it is. It is not coffee flavored with peanuts. Peanut coffee okay. is literally when they make like peanut oil. Uh-huh. They press out all the oil and then they have left over like this powdery like nut without any of the oil. Okay. <laughs> and then they make it into like coffee ground consistency. And that is what it is. You brew it like coffee and it looks delicious. I cannot wait to try it. So I did buy some. Okay. But here's the other reason why I bought it. So shout out to the USA. The like only company I could find that makes yeah. it is like a US owned and operated business. Yeah. And so that was actually another reason why I was like, okay, like I wouldn't usually pay this much for coffee and I wouldn't usually buy something that like yeah. I haven't tried. But I'll support, I'll support you. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't find it anywhere else. And I was like, that's kind of cool. So yeah. so I bought it. I am and if I like it, I'm going to advertise it and more people can support that company. Yeah. Virginia, no, I, Virginia hey, Gold, it's I'm called. All, I'm all for advertising small business and American-made businesses. Um, yeah, you telling me that a second time, I have nothing to say on it. <laughs> I thought maybe like hearing it again, you would describe the process in a little more detail. It looks and super I'd be, creamy. Okay, so listen, here are the perks of okay, peanut coffee. You tell me the perks. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm you ready. can buy, I will advertise for them, even though I don't know if it's good yet, that you can buy <laughs> peanut coffee that they put a little bit of caffeine in. But this, if you buy just the Wait, straight- so this has no caffeine. No, it has no caffeine. So what's the point? Because if you're trying to lower your caffeine intake, first you get coffee with- <laughs> Coffee or peanut coffee with protein. Stop it. Peanut coffee with protein. Okay. It's got protein. Uh-huh which is really good for you, especially in the morning. Yep. Um, so you don't spike your blood sugar. Yep. No caffeine, so you're not as addicted to caffeine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no chemicals in it if you're looking for decaf. Okay. Right? Because they're not taking caffeine out of it. Right. And I think there were some other perks that I can't remember, but those were the three I cared about. It's okay. 100% peanut. And they said it was super creamy and it looked really creamy. What, what color is it? It's the same color as coffee. So it comes out brownish. Mm -hmm. A brownish color, yeah. They say and it smells like coffee. It resembles- We're going to make it on the podcast. Oh, yes. I'll bring I'll bring the Keurig yes. that we have over here and we'll put it right here. Well, we'll I don't make know if we can make podcast. it in the Keurig, but- Well, I have like a one of those K-cup oh, things. Oh, that's true. That's we true. We just scoop some of those in there and just make it. Okay. I, I feel like we'll we do should- this. We'll have our first, maybe not our first, but whenever we record a podcast in here again and we have the coffee, we'll do a taste test. You'll have to try it in the French press first before you judge it through a Keurig. Okay. Well, at home, we'll do the French <laughs> press and then, um, yeah, then we'll do, we'll do a live viewing here and just show people what uh -huh. it's all about. But I just have to say- Unless it's terrible. And then we'll just I, get on the podcast and just trash all over this American-made product. I have to say that I have this feeling that it is going to become a big thing. I'm telling you, it's going to become a big thing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is like every like old person at like 3 a.m. watching QVC. This is the product. This is it. This is going to be big. I could not be a QVC like salesperson, but maybe for this peanut coffee, I could be. I could might I might be able to talk about it like around in circles. You're talking for an about hour it right now. <laughs> You're talking about it right now. Hey, I'm I'm cool with it. I got I got a candle right here, mm -hmm. Hawk and Hatchet. Um, I bought a bunch of products from them. They're mm -hmm. 
American made. They have a an apothecary that makes like shampoo, soap, uh, beard oil. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they have? They have like stick cologne, which I'd never heard of before. Stick cologne is that just like hard cologne? Like the know. regular cologne we use? I, I don't know. It's just not the spray? I think it's like, yeah, yeah. I think it's like okay. a stick of scented. Yeah. I, I have no idea. It's, that like is I a said, weird I've way never, to call it. I, I don't get yeah, I guess you like rub it on yourself? <laughs> your arm, I don't know. It's <laughs> hopefully. Oh, oh, it's like deodorant? I don't know. That's what it sounds like. No, it like, I don't. <laughs> I'm not doing a great pitch for this company. They have great stuff. I would be a better QVC salesperson. You totally would be. You totally would be. But I have I have their beard oil in my beard right now. This is this is a candle. They have a bunch of uh, different uh, candle scents that are are pretty cool. It's a very manly I can company. Tell. So all the guys listening out there, check them out. But like you said, if it's an American made company, a small business, mm-hmm. I paid like. Oh man, it was probably it, it was almost double mm-hmm. what I paid. Now I, the one beard oil I got was kind of like a special edition one, yeah. So it was a little more um, for the amount of ounces that it came with. But like one, it smells amazing. It does smell amazing. Yeah, she knows. She knows. <laughs> See, yeah. <laughs> um, but I I don't mind doing that. When it's an American company. Yeah. You know, like, uh, and, and people shouldn't be bothered by that. You should want your yeah. American businesses to succeed because we saw what happened in 2020 yes. when the lockdowns hit mm-hmm. and nothing was made here. Mm-hmm. We were short on so many products. Yeah. You know, when we had a lot of the um, uh, blockades in place of mm. trade coming into the country, <clears throat> yep. we were like... <laughs> short everything yeah. it was crazy i didn't realize how much we had shipped overseas yes. nuts completely nuts i'm definitely good with like i do i want to start supporting more like local businesses american and, made, and american yeah. made things like not just not just american made but like you know that they're like they they're here right you know because yeah. like for Small example business american made yeah the, the place i bought the peanut coffee once again yeah. it said like uh, free trade on there. And mm-hmm. like, it specifically said like it was an American family and they own it and they operate it. Yes. So like, I know that, that not some, some things are yeah. being done overseas. Like everything's there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just think that's really cool. And I want to support that. Yeah. So. I think that's, that's the key. Like this company, like if you go to the about page, like the owner wrote the about page, you know, like his mm-hmm. pictures on there. Like that's how mom and pops it is. Yeah, He's yeah. like, I make these. Yeah. They're it's a limited supply type company. Because he makes them. Right. They're not make they're not made in bulk. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so he he has to develop all of these things, all the candles, all of the uh, uh apothecary stuff, all of the um what else do they sell? I think they <laughs> cologne sell cologne sticks. Cologne sticks. <laughs> yeah, I probably should look up what those are before I talk about them. <laughs> um oh, that's hilarious. Good stuff. Yeah, <laughs> rub it on your arms. It's not a good look. It's not a good look for people that are listening. <laughs> you're welcome. You're welcome for not having to view this. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting to to try. I'm not opposed to it. I've tried 
weird stuff mm. in the past. You've tried weird stuff mm-hmm. with me. So I'm not opposed to it. And I'm not opposed to having less caffeine. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm not looking forward to the time of coming off of oh, yeah. caffeine. Oh, yeah. But I, I, I definitely know the health benefits of it. It mm. can't be good for your sleep. It yeah. can't be good for uh, just any any function. Right. Any life function. I'm not against caffeine. I love caffeine, but I feel like I do definitely drink a lot and it wouldn't be bad for me to just have a a little bit in the morning and then be done. Yeah. Be done. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, after buying this peanut coffee, (laughs) I really am talking about it a lot. You are. I'm fine with it. But I was like, this is, this is really cool to buy it from an American company. And I was like, I want to do that for Christmas. Like, I don't, I don't know why I've never thought of that before. I was like, why don't I buy like most of my stuff like from American U.S. Made. companies? Yeah. yeah. Because that will be cool not that. only to support them, but also yeah. to like every, most people here in our family have everything they need. Yeah. So like it'll be kind of cool for them to be like, oh, this is most like. Most people in America. Most people in America have everything have, they need. Yeah. So I was like, that would be cool for them too to be like, okay, so you supported an American company. Mm-hmm. I got it. And I get to like see if I like it. Maybe they'll they'll continue to support it. Yeah. Um. I know. I was just like, this is cool. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that idea. I mean, anytime Amazon's such a cop out. Mm-hmm. Now it's so easy. It's, it's so very helpful. Easy. But- <laughs> yeah. It's so helpful. You put a little gift receipt in there, mm-hmm. a little note, maybe. Yeah. You know, gift wrap it. Um, you can order Amazon pre-opened. Like the packages, oh, you can oh, have so them. it's easy open. That's right. So like if it's a kid's item, mm-hmm. you can actually have Amazon like a worker open the toy so that when the kid like opens the package, the toy is already open and they just are able yeah. to pull it out. Yeah, they're thinking. How, they're thinking. I, I mean, that's that's why they win. Right. That's why they win. But <laughs> we're so lazy. But <laughs> yes, we are completely. We don't want to do that ourselves and then wrap the gift. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's sad. It's a sad truth. It's true though. It's but true. it's so true. It's so true. Um but yeah, I mean doing something like that, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Any any way that every time I find out about like a new company, mm-hmm. I always go. Some things I'm like, I, I can't afford that. Yeah, yeah. You know, there are some things. What was it? I looked up like a uh jeans that were being manufactured oh, like boy. in Maine. Mm-hmm. Like they had they they got like an old mill back up and running. Oh, that's pretty cool. So they're literally like getting cotton from the south and they're, you know, weaving it into jeans wow. and shirts that's and cool. sweatshirts and um I think they make I think they have like a leather smith. Wow. I don't know, I don't know what they're called what they're called. Tanner? Tanner. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, and they're making boots there. That would be cool. Not cheap. I, I can Not imagine. Not cheap. The jeans are like over $100. Wow. But it's quality. Yeah. You know, it, you know where it's coming from. Yes, like they yes. care about quality. Right. Um, well, see, this is another thing. Because they have to, that's how they compete with yes. the regular places mm-hmm. that are getting it shipped right. over from other countries. Right. Like, they're like, no, 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 but our product is better. Yes. And if we were willing, I feel like, I mean, this is hard for me since I'm a penny pincher, but like <laughs> if we were willing to like save our dollars for just American made items, we might have less things 
But like, we could definitely do with less things. You know what I mean? Like, if we yeah. bought like an 100 some pair of jeans, <laughs> you know, that we knew was made here. Yeah. We know it was labor that was paid for and mm-hmm. not like slave labor. Um, then we might just have one pair of jeans or right. two pair of jeans and then maybe another pair of pants or whatever. But like we we are so used to so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, our wardrobes, my wardrobe is like, I have a lot of clothes. Yeah. Like I could definitely have one fourth of that right. and probably be fine. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah. But we're we're so used to paying so little and then we just get more, get more and yeah. yeah. Pretty sure you were wearing that sweatshirt in the last podcast. Yeah, I mean, I my my wardrobe is probably like one fourth of the size of most women's wardrobes. I love but. it because you have all of these clothes, but usually on podcast nights, <laughs> you're wearing the same thing that you were the last podcast. Well, I wear I feel like the same clothes like all week long because I'm just yeah. in the house, and so this is true. And so this I'm I'm working and teleworking have- and and quarantine living. Yeah. Definitely requires the sweatpants and sweatshirt <laughs> look or yoga pants. This is a new sweatshirt, though, if that makes it any better. It's perfect. It was clearanced. <laughs> I do not doubt it. I do not doubt it. I got it off the back of a homeless person. <laughs> they said they were done using it. Bargain. Bargain. Um, probably happened, right? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, let's wrap it up here. If anybody has any uh, small businesses that they love to shop at that are American-made, mom-and-pop-type businesses, if you're on the YouTube, leave it in the comments. I want to see what some of your favorite places are. Let's kind of up their, up their ante in, in terms of traffic and, and – um, Let's get some let's get some business going to those places because we talk about it. We're like, yeah, support small businesses, and then we go and shop on Amazon. Yeah. So let's put our money where <laughs> our mouth is. Leave some small businesses that you love to support in the comments. And um, if you're watching this on YouTube, while you're going down to the comments, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell for next time so you know when the next video is up. We are doing home editions on Mondays. We are doing Just Breathing with Lawn and Lungs on Fridays. If we have people, if we are able to get in the studio. And um, those listening, make sure you subscribe, leave us a review, a rating, all the stuff. And uh, we'll see everybody on the next podcast. Thanks for sticking with us if you're here still (laughs) uh, for our peanut butter coffee infomercial. Yeah. Make sure you get out there right now. You get some peanut butter coffee, okay? (laughs) And some stick cologne. I hope it's good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye.